All right, all right, all right. Let's go. Friday happy hour comedy at Mutiny. What's going on, people? How you doing? Yeah, let's do it. It's just wild. We're going to have some fantastic free comedy here at Mutiny Radio if you're in the neighborhood. And um, one of many shows that the wonderful Pam Benjamin puts on. Um, she has uh, relocated to the East Bay for the evening. And uh, she has a show tomorrow, if you're listening, um, at Atlas Cafe that she has. And uh, she is a huh? 2 p.m. Yep, 2 p.m. at Atlas Cafe. She's a tremendous resource helping new comics. I only have one question and then I'm going to move on, which is, do you guys know that the rapper Megan Stallion? Yeah. Is it Megan the Stallion or Megan the Stallion? I keep hearing, it's got two E's in it, but I keep hearing Megan the Stallion on this promotion for iHeartRadio. Makes no fucking sense to me. I'm on board with D-W-Y-A-N-E being Dwayne Wade. I'm okay with that. I'm 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 all right with certain, but but Megan the Stallion makes absolutely no sense to me. So um, that is the sum total of my comic act tonight because I want to actually put the attention where it belongs, which is all of our great comics are going to do four minute sets and hear a honk at three minutes that I'll give you, and we're going to bring our first comic of the evening up, Miss Rhoda Gravador. Rhoda, come on up. Thanks, Tim. Um, Ivana Trump was found dead yesterday after Donald Trump pushed her down the stairs. Uh, he was going to strangle her from behind, but she wasn't the one that refused to drive him to the Capitol on January 6th. Okay. <laughs> uh, coincidentally, he, Trump was supposed to show up to depositions uh, for the New York uh, Attorney General, but he was able to get a postponement because he pushed Ivana down the stairs. Oh, a sudden death. So sad. So I got some bad news. Uh, I no longer can drink coffee and alcohol. Because I know, because the two things that help me not feel dead inside have killed my insides. What's next? Soft food? A colostomy bag? I sure hope they put the colostomy bag on my torso and not my neck like they did with Mitch McConnell. <clears throat> Elon Musk uh, is being sued. What's up, man? <laughs> Elon Musk is being sued uh, for pulling out of his deal with Twitter. In other news, Elon Musk forgot to pull out of a female executive and is now the father to a pair of twinners. Thank you. <laughs> There's been an increase in vasectomies since they reversed Roe. So guys, if you want more ladies to swipe right, you gotta swipe off your dick. Just like that. Did you know that Tucker Carlson's mother abandoned him as a child? That's what I call a late-term abortion. I think that Democrats and progressives should just embrace global warming. Because if Louisiana becomes part of the Gulf of Mexico, then technically there are two less Republicans in the Senate, right? And if Texas goes under, so does Ted Cruz. And if Alabama goes under, then daughters no longer have to give birth to their father's babies. Uh, yeah, Kentucky just passed a bill making it illegal 
for infertility doctors to impregnate their patients with their own sperm. It is, however, still legal to store the embryos in Mitch McConnell's neck. Congratulations to Katanji Brown Jackson, first female African-American Supreme Court Justice. Yes, yes, that's right. Give it up for her. Uh, Roe should have been decided by the four female justices because three of them would have chosen to abort Amy Coney Barrett. Five of the justices are, uh, five of the nine justices are Catholic and none of them are Filipino. That's like going to Kaiser and the nurses aren't Filipino. To be clear, Amy Coney Barrett is not Catholic, she's Pentecostal. And the difference is in how they pray. When a Catholic prays, it's our Father who art in heaven, amen. But Pentecostals pray in tongues. So when Amy Coney Barrett prays, it's, I'm a crazy bitch, call me Aunt Lydia. Handmaiden's Tale, the final episode. Amen. That's my time. Good night. Give it up for Rhoda Gravador. You know, she she reminded me, Mitch Mitch McConnell. I actually, uh, as part of summer, I I shaved my pubes, and I I I had some. I put on some weight down there, and now when I look down there, I see the upside down jowly chin of Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Yeah, I looked down and it's just like, I've gotten more votes from the great people of Kentucky than any other senator in history. Anyways, so moving on from my pubes, uh, we're going to bring on the, I think the only comic in the Bay Area who's actually taller than me. Funny dude, I've seen him a number of times, performed with him over a couple of shows, uh, both at Atlas and on the street at Mission. It was fantastic, and he's a great guy, young guy. Bring him on, Charlie Moore. Charlie, come on up. I, I fell in love with a picture once. Uh, let me explain the story, all right? I was scrolling through a yearbook, and I saw this picture of this girl. And I'm not going to lie, she was beautiful. I started like thinking of stuff, thinking of stories. But it was sad, because I realized that she and I would never 69, because this yearbook was from the class of 69. It was bad. I started like making up scenarios, envisioning ourselves in our underwear. And then I had to realize, no, no, no. Adult diapers. That was sad. It was cool. It was really romantic. A poetic story. But then the sad part. I wanted to find her profile. I looked up her Instagram. Wasn't on Instagram. Looked up her Facebook. Wasn't on Facebook. And the only place I could find her profile was the local obituary. That was sad. <laughs> um, try something. You ever see like a really messed up court case on TV and the first thought to yourself is, holy shit, some schmuck's going to have to defend this guy? Yeah, just me. Well, I get that thought a lot when I see like these terrible things on TV and I think a lawyer has to defend them. Like some guy's got to put on a suit, stand in the courtroom and be like, your honor, my client is really the type of guy you'd invite to have dinner with your family. And the guy's looking, he's like, I'm out on bail and I'm free this Sunday. I'm great on the barbecue. They call me the corpse cooker for a reason. I think it's like a lose-lose situation. Like if you're successful and you get the guy out of jail, I forget that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote this shit later. Right um, but it's bad. Like you can't feel good about yourself. 
Like, you win the case, your wife decides to celebrate, and she takes you out to a winner winner chicken dinner. But the chicken was overcooked, and you can't stop getting those images out of your head. All right, fuck that. <laughs> what do I want to try? Um, streakers, you guys have all heard my thing about streakers before that I've talked about a lot. And my mom, she actually sent me a news, a nude article. News. News article. News article. It was a good story. <laughs> I'm just trying random stupid shit I wrote today. <laughs> Oh, uh, what was the follow-up? I had a follow-up to that joke. All right, anyways, uh, next one. Um, I'm 99.5% straight and one-third white, which makes me 77% straight white male, which I think makes if life was a video game, I think I'm playing on the easiest level. Like, if there were four levels, expert, hard, medium, and easy, I'm playing on easy. And if there were five levels, expert, hard, medium, easy, and super easy, super easy can only describe your mom. She's easy. And for those of you who are wondering why I said I'm only 99.5% straight, not going to lie. I've had a crush on a man before. That man's your mom. <laughs> Let's just keep doing terrible jokes right now. You guys want to hear a horrible joke? You're not going to like this one. You guys want to see my impression of when I see your mom? Actually, let's be more realistic. Um, <laughs> and more realistic. Right, never mind. Thank you. That's my time. <laughs> For those uh, uh, listening in on the radio, that was an amazing <laughs> little human interest experiment because Charlie was killing it, and he had his notes, and he forgot a joke with his notes in his hand, and then put his notes aside and just started fucking raining comic blows on us, man. It was fucking beautiful, man. I got I to gotta tell you. Like, oh, sorry about that. Oh, my God. Sorry. There we go. Got it. Okay. Well, we're moving on to our next comic, and uh, I think in the Bay Area, it is the most common first name, and the last name is the least represented religion, I think, in the Bay Area. It's Connor Christian. Connor! In this hello, hello, and Connor. Uh, if you guys don't know, Connor is Irish or Gaelic for My Brother Plays the Cross. If you didn't know, it's the whitest name in history. Um, oh, I, I found this out today. Uh, you really can tell how nice your neighborhood is by how many adults are eating ice cream cones during the day. You see more than five, you're like, I'm safe here. Nothing bad's going to happen in this neighborhood all day or night. Um, oh, I'm in a same-sex marriage. Uh, we always do it doggy style. Um, when I was in high school, I worked at a nursery. Uh, worked at a nursery. And this guy told me, he came up to me and he's like, hey, last night uh, I was having sex with my girlfriend and I accidentally put it in her ass instead of her vagina. I was like, oh my God, that's, you okay? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but it was kind of like, if you ever like accidentally, like you picked up a glass thinking it was water, but it was actually like flat Sprite. I was like, I don't know, man. I think that's kind of like picking up a glass of water and getting fucked in the ass. What do you think? <laughs> it's kind of like a dick in your ass. Um, 
I got a white noisemaker. Uh, it just plays Coldplay albums. Uh, uh, I got invited to a clown orgy. Um, I didn't go because I was terrified. What if I loved it, right? Then my life's fucking changed forever. I'm not the same guy. I can't go to kids' birthday parties anymore. My girlfriend's like, hey, do my feet look big in these shoes? And I'm like, shut up, clown nose bitch. Um, uh, I was watching porn today. Uh, I saw a uh, title that said, Amateur Gets Double Fisted. I was like, I don't know if you should be able to call yourself an amateur. <laughs> you get that two fists in your pussy. Um, porn has a pretty low standard for what gangs are. Pretty much if you're a dude with two of the dudes and you're willing to fuck a lady, you're in a gang. Um, I think it's weird that, that, that like a bunch of ladies fucking a dude is called a reverse gangbang. I think it's kind of sexist. I think that like ladies should also be able to have gangs. I think it's fucked. I think it's like a weird thing in the porn industry. So what I think women should do is they should go out and find their most dangerous female friends. Start a gang. Kill people. Sell drugs. And then invite me over to fuck me. Um... I'm an, asexual, I'm an asexual sapiosexual, uh, which means I don't fuck anybody because I think everyone's an idiot. What do you guys think about that? Okay, all right. Just started wearing condoms, and boy, are they bad to walk in. Just walk around, they're horrible. Getting here sucked. Um, finally put things in my butt. Yeah, thanks. Um, not just things. And I just walked down an alley and was like, oh, there's a Furby and a hammer. Let's see what happens. Now is my finger a marker? Does want to be an artist, you know? I picked green. Felt earthy at the time. I don't know why I did it, but I put my finger on my butt and I didn't feel in danger, but I definitely didn't like it at all. I felt like I had to poop a bunch. Then I took my finger out and I pooped a bunch, you guys. And I learned three things on that toilet. One, I don't like things in my butt. Two, green is my favorite color. And three, I can make my butt throw up. And that's pretty fucking gross. You're right. Um... <laughs> A friend told me that they got Benihana's to go this week, and we are no longer friends, because that's crazy. What the fuck are you doing with your life? Um, I think if you order Benihana's to go, you should have to show up with a box, and they should throw it at your face. I think that's how you should have to take it home. I learned something about myself this week. I learned that I would rather get hit by a car than talk to someone with a clipboard. What about you guys? Rather jump in front of a semi than sign anything. I was walking around my neighborhood, and they're like, hey, you want to save the world? And I was like, no, I'd rather die right now. Sorry. <laughs> All right, thank you. Clap for me. Goodbye. Have a good night. Connor Christian, keep it going. Yeah. Um, he's going to go, because he's just, yep, and then you. Um, so uh, I double fisting amateurs, I was thinking that would be one holding a cup of water and one holding a flat cup of Sprite. I don't know why. I just thought that would work for some reason. And um, uh, the, the, the orgy clown thing, I'm freaked out over there. I don't even do drugs anymore, and I'm freaked out. Anyway, so speaking of freaked out, the guy who was number one but was a little late and is still number one in my heart, Ian Levy. Ian, come on up, buddy. Okay, here we go. Oh, boy. It's over quickly. I uh, hear my jokes. Uh, I was at uh, I was at the beach the other day, and these guys were playing catch. Uh, and one of the guys he missed the he missed the ball they were throwing, and it landed by me. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be helpful." So I picked up the ball, 
And I, I, I tried to throw it back, to, but I threw it so badly. He thought like I threw it r wrong in purpose because he went like, huh? And I was like, uh, and to try to save face, I'm like, this, this guy can't think I'm bad at throwing. So I was like, fuck you. As a, okay, no, no, that was bad. As a, I wrote that on the way over here, and I regret doing it. Um, my sister has a, a little corgi. It's very cute. Uh, I like taking it to the dog park. Uh, it's fun uh, because uh, the dog park by my sister's house, there's a, a mesh fence uh, down the middle, and there's like a small dog section and a big dog section. Uh, and I'll put him in the small dog section and he talks a big game in the small dog section. He'll, he'll, he'll get right up against the fence towards all the big dogs and he's like, ha, 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 you know, up and down the fence. Uh, and then I'll, I'll, uh, just to teach him how the world works. I put him in the big dog park, uh, and he shuts right up. He doesn't even know he's like, he'll go up to the other dogs. Like, did you hear that barking earlier? What was going on with that? I don't know. It was uh, crazy over there in that park. I don't know, but it's. It reminds me a lot of the internet, I think, you know, because it's just the, oh, okay, just me. It was, uh, most of these are just musings for me. I should have tried actually writing something today. Uh, but do you, ever, do you ever feel that? I think every time you mention someone else on the internet, uh, your exact location should be sent to that person. I think that would solve a lot of, a lot of our problems of just, yeah, I watched a documentary recently, like uh, it was made in the 90s about the internet. Have you ever seen how like hopeful people were about the internet? We had so much like, oh, it's gonna, we're gonna, you know, use it to build communities and join chess clubs or whatever. And then now it's just all people like, if you listen to Taylor Swift, you're fucking gay. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's, uh, that's depressing. That That's, that, that's the, the pinnacle of humanity right there. I thought we were supposed to be doing something when, nah, I don't know. I uh, I have a girlfriend. Uh, she's she's pretty cool, unrelatable. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, moving on. I'll do a different joke. I'm sorry. I forgot to bring my loser set list for mutiny. Okay, no, 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 no. It's it's okay. No. It's <laughs> do you ever? Um, I I sometimes. Uh, do you ever meet someone with an unlikable face? I just have a, a un, I think that's the worst thing you could have as a person because that's so, you know, people talk about being trapped in the wrong body. Could you imagine being a nice person trapped in an unlikable person's face? Like that's a, what a nightmare because people were so judgment, you know, you're not supposed to judge people, but we do. So it's just not, have you ever, have you ever, people, if they're unlikable, it doesn't matter what they do. Like uh, sometimes I just decide I don't like people. And that is, it doesn't matter what they, their actions don't matter at all. They could be like, hey, you know, how's it going? And in my head, I'm like, hey, how's it going? Like, I just like, fucking, like, look at this fucking guy. Uh, yeah, I once, <laughs> oh man, this is, I don't know. I should I probably should have said that. No, I, I was just, I, I met a guy once who was, uh, it was, it was, it was uh, un, he had an unlikable face. He didn't do anything wrong to me. He had an unlikable face. Uh, and I recently found out he died. Uh, and I was like, good. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad he's gone. So it's okay. No, that's <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Okay. That's my time. Yay. Ian Levy, give it up for Ian Levy. All right. Or is it Levy? Is it Ian Levy or Levy? Okay. I got it right. I got it right. Well, I forgot to mention one thing that I am, uh, the creator and a star in an upcoming one-person play called The Father-Daughter Dance. It's going to happen in San Francisco. 
in November. I'm excited about that. And uh, thankfully, my daughter thinks I have a likable face. Speaking of likable faces, our next comic is, yes, the three-name wizard, wizard dress, whatever, whatever. You like two better? I'd like to, can I introduce you with all three names? It is Brett Harper Jennings. Come on, Brett. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, let's keep it there. Uh, it's my turn. <laughs> um, woo, this is a fun, fun room. <laughs> I, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, I, so I was thinking about rom-coms, and I feel like they're weird because they always make you root for, like, the worst things. Uh, like, the protagonist will be talking to the guy, and, he'll, and she'll be like, uh, oh, we can't be together because you're married to my mom, and, and he's like, I don't care about the rules, and, and I don't think that's a rule, uh, but I think it should be frowned upon, <laughs> you know. Um, I, I like, uh, let's see, oh, I used to play soccer, and I broke my arm, and I put it in a cast, and they put it in a cast, and um, and I would hit other girls with it uh, when no one was looking, because um, I'm very competitive. And I don't have a joke, but I, there has to be something with that, right? <laughs> so if anyone has any jokes, please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love this. Um, I I would been writing. Uh, I wrote a condolence card recently. Um, a friend's grandparent died, and I was writing it to her grandmother. And uh, and I feel like everyone writes. This is every time I keep hitting it weird. Okay, uh, I was writing it, and I was like, um, I don't know. I wanted to stand out. I didn't want to be because everyone says I'm sorry for your loss, and, and it's not my fault. And so I was writing it, and I was wanted to. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna just start with the obvious. I'm gonna just say, uh, your husband is dead. And. And I told my dad, and he was like, uh, you should make it more uplifting at the end. And I was like, you're right. Uh, so I wrote, your husband is dead. Uh, spring is coming. Uh, it's not your fault. But that kind of made it f seem like I had a part in it, um, and we haven't talked. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. I, uh, <laughs> I w was on a date. Uh, and I called the guy I was going out with uh, gregarious, um, and I also used the word quaint. Yeah, and he said uh, talking to me made him feel like he was taking the SATs. Uh, and and I like that though, because I love the SATs. I love the ACT. I love standardized testing. I really thrive in like high pressure environments. Um, yeah. Well, and he asked me out a second time, so I think it. Who doesn't love the SATs? Everyone loves them. Okay. Oh, I like eavesdropping. Oh, I yeah, I do. I like eavesdropping. <laughs> I um because that that's how I learn to how to react in certain situations. Uh, like you hear people talk and you're like, now I know what to say. Um, I <laughs> was listening to two people talk. Uh, these two guys, and I only heard the end of the conversation. But this guy said to his friend, uh, and that's how I married my therapist. And his friend was like, great job. And I was like, oh, good. Now I know when that happens to be supportive. So I'll be supportive in the future. <laughs> oh, great. 
I want to see if I'm talking about anything else. Oh, uh, I like, uh, I have to take a lot of sexual harassment trainings. Uh, even though I work from home, I have to take a lot of them. Um, I like them, but the only problem is I end up rooting for the um, the harasser. Because they always have like this older woman uh, executive, and she's always preying on like a young male intern. And uh, and I'm like, well, but she's being vulnerable, and that's so hard. Um, I guess sexual harassment trainings aren't the time to make a difference. But man, are they empowering. OK, thank you. <laughs> Keep it going for Brett. Come on, Brett Harper Jennings. I like the idea of you setting the card saying your husband's dead. I'm struggling too because I broke my hand once playing soccer. Just like go into your own stuff about it. But uh, no, it's um, it's good to have sexual harassment training by yourself. Uh, that's important. Take it easy, Ian. Have a good one. Okay, we're going to keep it moving forward here with a very cool look because the radio can't show how cool he looks in that leather jacket just hitched up against the window, ready to blow our minds because he's all up in it. That's what he said to me before. He's like all in it, right? Hell yeah. Bring it to the stage next, Bradley Pearson. Come on, Bradley. Brady Pearson. Well, that's all right. Hey, everybody. It's so good to be here. Thank you for that great lead-in. I love it. Thank you. I deserve it. Hey, everybody. So I don't want to be one to spread rumors, but just as someone said earlier, Ivana Trump died, and there's absolutely no way that she was thrown down those stairs conveniently two days before the deposition. Now, I'm not one to spread information, nor would I ever want to say some shit like that, or the fact that Donald Trump is a rabid pickfucker, but we don't want to say those things, but it's entirely possible that, in fact, right? Mm-hmm. You know what's really exciting about getting older now that I just turned 52? It's like everything old is new again. Disco is coming back. Even the 80s are coming back. Inflation is coming back. Aren't, I mean, it's like, oh my gosh. I mean, we're sitting there watching Stranger Things. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Yes, everything cost a fucking shit ton of money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was crazy. See, um, I always wonder, like, when I was growing up, like, what might have made me gay? You know, I mean, I know you can't tell... I know. It's the butchness, right? It's the butch. <laughs> is that what it is? You're like, oh my God, Brady, you're gay. I had no idea. It certainly wasn't the nails. It's, I keep thinking, what was it? Could it have been like, I don't know. Does anybody here love Jesus? Anybody? I mean, love Jesus? Because I mean, I remember when I was a kid and I'm, you know, and they keep saying, you know, like, because, you know, because like, Jesus is pretty gay, Right. You have to love Jesus as men, right? You have to love him. You have to worship him. You have to pray to him. I mean, this sounds like a Saturday night for me. You know what I mean? You get down and you worship, don't you? You pray and just keep taking that in and out of your mouth. Oh, sorry about that. And they get, they, you know, in, these, in, this, in the church, they're like, they get you down on your knees in front of the in front of the elders of the church, and they say, "Just take him into your take him into your heart, your mind. Give him your whole body. Yes, just like that. Do you want it, Brady? Yes. Oh, I want it. I want it. Give me Jesus all up in my body. Do you think that might have had any effect? <laughs> These are my crazy questions, right? I mean, <clears throat> let's see what else was I thinking today. Oh yeah, like. I have been cock, I, let's say, I've been sucking cock for, uh, well, a really long time. 
I mean, I've been sucking cock so long, I've probably swallowed some of your siblings. You're welcome. You know what I mean? And by the way, your dad was great. I mean, it, well, he said that too. He did, and I do believe it was in the back of the church, so all things have this weird circle, right? Because, you know, there's nothing like, like the man of God loved more than a dick, right? Or, or I'm speaking out of turn. I'm, and maybe I'm a man of God, and I just love dick. Well, I am a man of God, and I do love dick. But right now, that, that love can almost get me killed, right? Like, I am so old, I have survived HIV, AIDS, gonorrhea, syphilis. Um, th there's probably some more, right? And now what I did not expect on the apocalypse bingo, monkeypox. I swear to God, it's going to get to be like, if we put our dick in anything, it's just going to fucking explode or just come the fuck right off, man. Like, am I ever going to get laid again? I don't know. It's very sad, right? Or is it? I mean, should I just... Do, do, uh, so if you had the opportunity to get monkeypox now, would you still get the dick, anybody, or would you just stop? Would you still risk it? Or pussy, for that matter? Like, if you knew, like... There's some monkey pox running around. Do you still get laid? No? Because I'm just wondering, because it's just weird to me. But Well, I mean, dude, everything is trying to kill us right now. I'll, then I'll get off my soapbox. But if you realize, like, everything in the world is toxic, every relationship, every conversation, literally, am I wrong? So to fix that, I have a little song for you. And give you back to a little fantasy, to a world that never was, but could have been. Thank you. It's in, it's a little place called Camp Putatinmi in Lake Putatinmi, Wisconsin. Oh, those were the days, those bright, shiny days. We would play balls. I'd play with balls. I'd be play, play ball all day long. We would spend day, uh, oh, hours, uh, minutes in the shower. We wanted to be super clean, and we would head to the mess hall of Camp Putatinmi, and where we would sing the Camp Putatinmi theme song. It goes a little something like this. <clears throat> Oh, I love you, put it in me, put it in me every day. I love you, put it in me, put it in me all the way. On your shores, put it in me, I am yours. Put it in me, put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady. Thank you. Brady Pearson, keep it going for Brady. I gotta work this mic stand better here, don't I? I he's talking about uh, diseases, and um, I, I recently went through a stage where I got, I had a colonoscopy, I got COVID, I'm just getting shit in alphabetical order. Uh, diphtheria and Ebola is next. But this next comedian is the cure for any kind of disease, because she is funny as fuck. I've seen her a number of times. I see her all over the Bay Area doing her shit. And she can kill it. And she's going to do it for us. It is Denise Lee. Give it up for Denise. Wow, that's so kind. Too bad I have all the STDs, so Okay, uh, I've always thought that violent people are really just uh, misunderstood. So I actually almost got mugged recently bought a sandwich the other night right and I was walking home this dude runs up to me and he was like give me all your money and I was like no thank you 
and then he pulled out what looked like a pocket knife and I was like, hey, like, don't do that. I was like, you must be hungry. And so I tried to give him my sandwich and then this is what I hate about San Francisco. He was like, I'm a vegan, you animal killer, and then took all my money anyway. Worst part was when he walked away, he was like, should really think about going vegan. Just confusing because he still took my sandwich. So uh, I, I have bad posture. My, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with this. He was like, I'm not into it. Honestly, under, understandable, understandable <laughs> feedback received. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have bad posture. My mom says I slouch a lot because I'm crazy, or not crazy, because I'm lazy. Uh, but maybe I'm just too humble, you know? I mean, I am very lazy, but nobody is ever going to think that, not when I, not with like this ethnic vibe, you know? Like when I say the sentence, my parents are immigrants, everyone's first thought is just, oh, she had a tough childhood. Uh, the struggle gave her a good work ethic. <laughs> Jeez, this is like a struggle up here today. <laughs> so many things have gone wrong <laughs> after Tim's great introduction it was just like plummeting downhill choking on my saliva up here will I make it out alive I don't know honestly if I don't it's for the best <laughs> okay all right I, I I can see how like if a, if you see like a white person slouching you're like ah oh, that's like a lazy piece of shit you know but like if you see me slouching you're just like oh that must be from all the computer coding or whatever you know I've been trying to work on myself I read somewhere that successful people wake up early and recite positive self affirmations and today I woke up at 6 a.m. And I was like, Denise, I know you're tired, but you don't need to be successful. You are perfect being average. Then I went back to sleep. Uh, I, uh, my mom went to one of my comedy shows for the first time a couple months ago, which was horrible. I didn't know she was coming, and I only had like these super dirty sex jokes. Right. And uh, my Buddhist mom, sorry, this is usually part of like a longer joke, but here we go. There, there's a new tag at the end, so we're going through it. <laughs> uh, but, but my mom's Buddhist, right? And so my Buddhist mom had to just sit there and listen to my butthole and blowjob jokes, and she just absolutely loved that shit, okay? Because she don't speak English. She was almost a little too supportive, like she recorded the whole thing, and then she was like, I wanna show all my friends, and I was like, do they speak English? Okay, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> uh, my mom didn't really learn much English because we'd go back to Taiwan to visit my family, but there were so few foreigners that one summer, uh, the only white person I saw was a Jehovah's Witness came up to me on the street and said in very bad Chinese, he was like, I'm here to tell you about the one true God. And inside, I was just like, oh my God, this white man is the hottest dude I've ever seen in this country, holy shit. I was homesick, okay, because it had been so long since I had seen sunburnt skin. It was like 200 degrees outside and he was wearing a suit and I could see his sweaty back as he rode away on his bicycle. And I was like, oh. 
he's athletic. He gave me a Jehovah's Witness pamphlet, which I slept with all night because he wouldn't sleep with me. Okay, thank you. (laughs) We made it out alive. Keep it going for Denise Lee. What's unfortunate is that uh, the listeners out there couldn't get the visual because in the middle of Denise's comedy, a really sweet big dog just walked right on the stage and she handled it perfectly like literally walked right by her it was amazing uh but uh, but she also mentioned that she didn't know when her mom was coming and um i've had that thing as my my whole childhood uh anyway so um yeah oh god a little terrible comedy about my mom so coming onto the stage next someone who you got to be full of heart with this kind of name funny guy let's bring him up kelly valentine come on kelly It's all good. Hi, everybody. Kelly Valentine. Um, so it's funny, uh, Denise, you mentioned Jehovah Witnesses in Taiwan, right? Um, I'm ex-Mormon, and I was a Mormon missionary before. And um, whenever we see each other, you're saying they spoke very sh- – oh, she's not even listening. It's okay. We'll move. We'll move on. Anyway, point is, there is like a huge battle whenever Jehovah Witness missionaries and Mormon missionaries meet each other. We're just like, you know, and then we whip Bible scriptures at each other. It's just – it's pretty wild. But anyway, that was not part of my set or what I wanted to talk about, but it was for her. Okay, so first, ex-Mormon. Um, that means growing up, I was pretty, like, repressed and sheltered, okay? And just to show you, like, the gravity of the situation, this meant, like, no coffee, no tea, obviously no alcohol or sex, but no caffeinated beverages either, okay? So I mean, like, lots of sodas were out. So I had a friend named Rodney, and Rodney was, like, he was the, he was the troublemaker, and we were going to have a sleepover, and he's like, yo, let's, let's like burn down the house, break some big rules tonight. And I'm like, oh, shoot, what are you going to do? And so he comes over that night with a huge bottle of Coca-Cola, okay? He's like, we're going to pound this like the rebels we are. And I'm like, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, here we go, here we go. So that night, we end up pounding this huge bottle of Coca-Cola, and we end up having like major, major shits. We are pooping all over the place. Okay, and so once we're done, like doing our round of musical chairs with the only ba- bathroom downstairs, he comes out sweating, and he's just like, whoo, whoo, "I think we just experienced the coke shits." <laughs> true story. True story. <laughs> I now know those weren't the coke shits. It was just a bad case of the frozen chimichangas. Uh, but anyway, um, for those who might know a little bit about Mormonism, I'm sure you've heard about soaking. All right, for the uninitiated, right, right. So a lot of people are like, yo, growing up Mormon, that must be shitty. And I'm like, yeah, it is, but we do gain this special superpower, and that's called soaking, and that's guiltless sex. How does that work? If you stick it in, but nobody's thrusting, you're good, guilt-free, okay? You can just imagine, yeah, yeah, no, this is a true story. You can just imagine, it's a true thing. You, you can just imagine talking to a friend, he's like, dude, did you fuck my girlfriend? And you're just like, no, man, dude, never. It was only a little soak. Right? And you can get really crafty with this. Again, as long as your gear is remaining neutral, not sex, just a soak. So if, any, if your environment is doing it for you, you're fine. So let's talk about how we can get crafty with this. You can get your girl, you can go into an ocean, you can float on the ocean, the ocean will do work for you, still not sex. Okay? We can ramp it up a notch to a massage chair, still not sex. Right? Or for the real crazy, jumper cables. 
still not sex. <laughs> Might kill you. <laughs> and you'd still die a virgin. But <laughs> all right. Um, so I got other friends who are uh, in the same, like, they're also cultists, ex-cultists. One of my buddies in college, he's an ex-Hasidic Jew. Okay. So for the uninitiated, we've got normal Jew, Orthodox Jew, and then Hasidic Jew, which is like super Jew. Okay. And we like to talk about weird shit that happened to us when we were growing up. And he's like, yo, Kelly, uh, when I was a baby and I got circumcised, the rabbis sucked the blood off my dick. And I'm like, whoa, rabbi sucked your dick as a baby. And he goes, no, 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 no. It was, uh, it was just the tip, so it doesn't count. You haven't all heard that one before, hmm? Wow, that one's so okay. People don't like rabbi sucking babies. Okay, okay, well, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, okay, so something I noticed is a lot of people think like, a lot of people I met when they're talking about dying, they think that cremation's kind of weird. But like, I'm kind of into it. You die, you get spread into the wind or the ocean. Free travel. Or my favorite, you can put, get put into like soil and turned into a tree. Reincarnation. Good thing about that is no matter how shitty of a person you are, you'll turn into a tree, which is something everybody loves. Who is the most deplorable person in society? People. Pedophiles, right? You cremate them, they go into the soil, they turn into a tree, and guess what happened next? What happens next? Kids are suddenly climbing all over them. Paradise. <laughs> That's all I got for you today. Thank you. Wow. That is creative shit, man. Wow. Hold on one second. I need to pull this thing up. There we go. Um, keep it going for Kelly. Come on, Kelly Valentine. Hell yeah. I'm not sure if it was full of heart, but it's certainly full of therapy bills for me to hear that kind of shit, man. Come on. All right, bringing up our next comment. He's removed his mask. Now we can tell whether he's got a likable or unlikable face, as was mentioned earlier. And it's likable. That's the answer. Bringing him up on stage. I, you're, you're a relatively new comic, is that right? He's a relatively new comic. Let's give him some love and support. Give it up for Jerry Liang. Come on, Jerry. Okay, 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 okay. Hey, everyone, I'm Jerry. Um, Denise, I kind of relate to your mom. You know, she's Buddhist. I'm Buddhist too, but I love pussy and ass jokes. <laughs> I just don't get, I just don't get any. Outside of a committed relationship with with true love. Okay. okay. Anyways, for my next joke, I'm gonna need to like put this mask on the mic, and you'll get you'll get why later. Um, anyways, the pandemic really killed my beatboxing hobby. Um, in the past, you know, I do it whenever I want. In college, I'm like biking from my class back to my dorm, and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> And then when the pandemic hit, I felt like I, I probably shouldn't spit beats anymore. You know, like spit, pandemic, COVID, they don't, they don't go together. They're not, not a good combo, right? It, I felt socially unacceptable to do it. So I know, I don't know what, I like, I, I used to beatbox for so many years and then the pandemic hit and I just couldn't do it anymore. So I got really pent up or I got really pent up. So instead I had to switch to what I call closed mouth sounds. <laughs> Or like inward sounds, so like you can make sounds by breathing in, like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
It's cool, right? Anyways, <laughs> but like some beatboxers, they can make super crazy sounds breathing in. So, for example, throat bass. But they can do it while breathing in, and it's super, it's insane. But I don't think I'll get to that level because the pandemic kind of killed my <laughs> beatboxing hobby, right? Um, <clears throat> and knowing that I know how to beatbox by breathing in, I feel like I have the perfect comeback for hecklers during stand-up, right? You're not funny, they say. Or like, you sound dumb, they say. I say, I sound cooler breathing in than you do breathing out. Ah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I said that, I said that. And wait, and wait until I start breathing out. I'm a beat and box the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, it's been two years into the pandemic, uh, and now I've identified some ways to you know to practice safe beatboxing, right? So one option is obviously to just beatbox alone. No one's in the blast radius, right? Keep people safe, keep myself safe. Another another option, of course, is to beatbox with a mask on, right? And it's like a beatboxing condom, and uh, make that make that mask like really really wet <laughs> with my spit. <laughs> Yeah, and if you haven't picked up on this yet, the pandemic has kind of made beatboxing like sex for me. You know, for maximum safety, I gotta put a condom on or do it myself. Um, anyways, who here has had trouble sleeping recently? Yeah, yeah, so, so relatable, right? I've been having difficulty sleeping too. Um, and well, it's actually because of booty calls. Like at 3 a.m. I get a booty call, at 2 a.m. I get a booty call. Like how am I supposed to sleep when getting booty calls? But there's a small caveat. It's not from humans, right? It's from birds. <laughs> At like 3 a.m., these birds are like chirp, 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 and I just can't seem to sleep uh, when that's happening. So why is this happening, right? I'm a software engineer too. I gotta figure this out. Do some googling. Turns out that when birds are like chirping at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., it's actually a mating call. It's a mating call. It's like, folks, I'm literally being kept up at night by real thirst tweets. Yeah, by the what you doing chirp chirps. By the this cock is gonna suck itself chirp chirps. So how am I gonna stop this? I, I did some uh, research. I'm like, okay, maybe I can do a slingshot. But actually that's illegal. You can't actually harm birds. It's a, they'll put you in jail for that. So I'm also Buddhist, right? So I'm gonna think about a nonviolent solution to this. I'm gonna think about communication, right? I love communication. I love talking to people. Hopefully birds. If anyone knows how to like communicate with birds, let me know. So. Uh, one day when I learn bird tongue, I'm going to tell them, hey, bird, focus on yourself first. You know, law of attraction, let the chicks come to you. Or build a nest first. Chicks want cocks that have a home. That's all I got. Thank you. Keep going for the new comics, man. Don't you love to see new comics coming out and doing their shit? That's one of the things about Mutiny Radio and Pam Benjamin that I think is amazing. New comics can never claim you can't go out and find some stage time. Least shocking part of uh, that set was I'm a software engineer. Got to be honest with you. Um, no, but uh, uh, it was, I <laughs> know, that was as judgmental as fuck. I know that. But uh, the, speaking of software engineering, our next comic's first name, uh, you may actually remember it. I certainly remember it has a name that was associated with a very popular film back in the 80s. Do you remember the, the film with Matthew Broderick in it? War Games. Yes, yes, Joshua. So let's give it up for a guy who I'm sure is smarter than the big whopper in, uh, in War Games. It is Joshua Smith. Joshua, come on up, buddy. Listen, listen. Join the mods, it's up and hot. 
Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, hello, Mutiny Radio. Um, as some of you might see, I, 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 some of you might uh, notice, I do have a, a post-it on my uh, shoulder here. Um, I'm trying. I, I see a lot of the people who have tattoos and they can't remember their kids' names, so they put them on their shoulders. And you know, this works for me at work. So I just, I'm, I went with a post-it, and you know, sometimes it falls off. But so I, you know, if I can't remember, I just check their birth certificate, and it works out pretty well. But, but yeah, here I got their names. There's John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Um, I don't know you people. I'm not using my real kids' names. And uh, and you see, Ringo has uh, an asterisk because uh, he was adopted. So. Anyway, thank you. Um, I used to uh, used to smoke a lot of marijuana when I was uh, over the years, and uh, I had to cut it down because I, I needed to get up before nine in the morning. But um, the first time I ever tried it, well, it was offered to me. I must have been I can't remember anymore, but somewhere between five and seven years old, by my mother, and. Um, I, I, you know, I, it's not like you know, I was getting stoned all the time or anything. It was just, uh, you know, it's not like I went to first grade and Mrs. Morris, you know, hey, Mrs. Morris, you know, are you going to eat that apple? I'm famished. But um, no, it, it was more like, I, I guess, you know, they, they just thought it'd be funny. You know, some people like to get their cats stoned or their dogs stoned and they wanted to see me run around like a monkey. And so one t the, the time they did it and, uh, you know, it was uh, everyone was laughing and so forth and, and having a good time. And they, uh, they, uh, my mother said, okay, it's time to go to bed. And I, uh, I pushed the envelope and I said, fuck you. And everyone laughed. She thought it was the funniest thing. He, the whole, uh, everyone in the house thought it was funny. And a few weeks later, I, Everyone was a lot more sober, and um, she asked me to go upstairs and go to bed, and, and I thought, you know, hey, it worked last time, so I said, uh, fuck you to my mother, and she slapped the shit out of me, and um, so I learned there early on as comedians go, you got to keep your material fresh, you got to keep, you can't keep using the same stuff over and over again, uh, even though I have told that joke before. Um, anyway, um, oh, right, you know, in those early years, it was when I first learned that um, the word pussy means more than just a pussycat. And, um, well, I, I heard it, you know, my brothers are older, they were talking, and, and, and I heard them say, and I, I was like flabbergasted. I, I said, I thought the only people who eat pussy are in China. And, you know, that might come off as a little racist, but um, it is. But um, there, the thing is, there was a 60-minute segment and they talked about the all these cats. Anyhow, um, thought I'd move on. I'll move on from there. But um, abortion's trending. We can talk about a lot of. There were people are talking a lot about abortion because you know Roe versus Wade and all the other stuff. And you know part of the thing that people are trying to you know they're talking about with um, uh, abortions is when when is uh, when does life really begin? And is at some point going to get so extreme that it's uh, you know maybe it begins at that you know that sticky tissue underneath your bed. Perhaps not, but maybe maybe the government will see that. Maybe before you know it, the government will be gobbling up more semen than, say, the tenderloin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I did try, uh, I went to the DMV. Um, I'm sure that's everyone loves it. I, I was trying to get a, um, a little bit of a scam, a, uh, um, a handicap parking sticker, and unfortunately the... They turned me down. As it turns out, uh, carpal tunnel syndrome from masturbating doesn't count as a handicap. 
but um um and and oh, my my dog sat me down uh, just this afternoon he you know for a long talk he he told me he doesn't want me to refer to him as a dog anymore so i said well do you want to be a cat and he says why would you say just because i don't want to be a dog i i want to be a cat and i said well you know some people say you know my you know they dogs sit on their laps and you know they want to you know the the dog thinks they're a cat and he said you know the dog just said you know no i haven't decided yet i want to be able to play with everybody so and he got a little more sad when i had to confess to him that i'm not his real parent but you know that's the way it goes thank you that's my time Keep it going for Joshua Smith. Hey, you know, uh, an, an, an unrecognized person up to this point who needs to be recognized, give it up for Scotto. Running the board back there. Give us a little love, Scotto. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Get that? He's, got, he's a DJ. After we're done, he's going to be DJing. He's legit. He's legit. There's no question about it. So we're going to keep it moving. And uh, the next person on stage, I'm going to try and move this down. How tall are you, AJ? Five nine, okay. Let's about that. That makes about sense. Funny dude. I've seen him perform a number of times. One of my homies. He's uh, and I'm gonna take the risk and not just introduce him as AJ. I'm gonna do the whole goddamn thing, AJ. I'm just gonna do it. AJ Demaradin. AJ Demaradin. Give it up for AJ. Is that close? You can you can bitch slap me if you want on stage. Go ahead, AJ. It's going to be a mystery for all time. What's up, what's up you motherfuckers? And Devontre. <laughs> Devontre committed to giving every comic energy. He's like, Wee! he does that shit, and then he had to do that the rest of the fucking time. <laughs> uh, that's not what I was going to do. Um... I also like when you said, like, yeah, I'm a software engineer, so I did some Googling. I like, I like to think that software engineers only think that other software engineers can Google. It's like, dude, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> fuck out of here, bro. All right, um, it's gonna, yeah, mine too. All right, uh, uh, I think incest is gross. Um, I mean, I think incest is gross for like the normal reasons. It's like taboo and like yeah, all those, right? But also, I'm not that close with my brothers, so I feel like it'd be like really weird. Like I, I feel like there's no chemistry. Like I don't know him that well, so I also think like you guys have seen Game of Thrones, right? You familiar familiar with Game of Thrones? You remember how like Cersei and Jaime Lannister like incestuous? They have like this. They fucked each other, right? And then their dad was like, ah, gross. <laughs> My son's a dwarf. <laughs> like he was pissed off about. T- he was just he was just angry about Tyrion. Lan- He's like, oh, fuck my son's a dwarf. I like to think that like even if Tyrion was fucking Cersei, like if Tyrion like the dwarf, like little person was having sex with his sister, he'd still be like, gross. And then we'd all be like, nice. That's the right reaction. That is gross. Incest is gross. And then he'd be like, fucking dwarf. <laughs> I don't know. He was a piece of shit. <laughs> I never do that again? Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I was in karate as a kid, uh, and uh, that uh, was exciting because uh, I thought I, that helped me like, like stand up and beat my older brother up. Like I was like, it's going to give me some training, right? And uh, my parents never told me that like they had put him in karate like years prior, so I just, <laughs> just got my ass whooped in a different culture, I guess. It's like, if you're wondering, that is the plot to Kung Fu Panda. That is exactly... 
the plot to Kung Fu Panda. My mom has no originality. That's 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 what's happening there. Um, we're going through these fast. So I, I I I don't I don't like engineers. Sorry, bro. I don't really like engineers, which makes Thanksgiving kind of kind of tough. But uh, I also I it's just that like I, I saw an engineer recently. I saw him standing on the street and he was like wearing he had a JanSport backpack on and he was like waiting for the bus. I was like, dude, you work for fucking Salesforce. How are you still like? Why are you still like a loser, right? Right, and then he pulled out like a cigarette and started smoking. I was like, "Hey, that's what's up." <laughs> like that guy, that guy's cool, dude. He probably the backpack's full of drugs. Probably that guy, cool. And then he started. And then he pulled out a flip phone and he started crying. I was like, "Yeah, maybe he's not an engineer. Maybe, maybe I got that wrong." Um, I think it's okay to watch people eat food. Uh, I think it's that's an. I I like to watch like, especially large people eat like like donut or like like not like not like in a creepy a gross way i'm just like okay there's hope you know it's like that's not genetic he's not big boned there's a hope right he could lose the weight right but like it pisses me off when i see like a skinny person like eating a jelly donut and like reaching for another one I'm like this fucking greedy greedy bastard you know you, you and your metabolism all right I'll, I'll write something better for that that's terrible <laughs> um okay uh I have to choose between two jokes. Here we go. I, I I don't think that HR people, like people that work in HR deserve opinions. I, cause like if your opinion's shitty, then who do we report it to? Like it's, it's a terrible, this doesn't work. Right. Like the HR person that I like that I work for, she, she works where I work. Um, we were talking about July 4th recently and she's like, I can't stand the fireworks. It's so loud. And I was like, I don't mind it. I live in Oakland. Like it's it's kind of whatever at this point. She's like, yeah, but that's because you live in the hood. And I was like, she said that specifically. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, fucking. I got pissed really. I got really angry. And then I realized that she also said that when I said like, man, I don't like raisins in my potato salad. And so maybe she just says that like, yeah, that's because you live in the hood. And like I feel like maybe she just says that. All right, I gotta write something better for that. That's that's cool. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for listening. Have a nice night. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, AJ, keep it going for AJ. Last name to be determined, TBD. I, I, is it J? A J? Got it. As an AJ or a, a J? Got it. I got to tell you, the thing, that I, the thing that I like most about your set is that you use the word dwarf like 15 times. <laughs> you were dropping more dwarfs than someone with a... But what was funny is, what was funny is you used, you used that word a ton of times and then one time you said little person, just like randomly said little person. It was really funny. That was some funny shit. All right, speaking of a person who's not little, he is big in our hearts, in our minds. We love the man. We love the man. I've only met him twice. And he is my H-E-R-O, hero. Not like Giro, he's my hero. We're going to bring on Devontre Coleman. Come on, Devontre. I'm not sure if that was a weight joke. I, uh, I wasn't going to do no new jokes. I was, I was going through my head because I saw a Jay hat. He had a bag of shit, and I was like... I gotta come with a new bag, but I was like, nah, but then I got that weight joke and I'm like, damn, that does go with it, but I'm gonna save it till next week. I'm gonna do the shit that I need to work work on. Oh uh, yeah, my name is Devontre. Um, 
You could probably you probably would have guessed I had a chain by the fact that my name is Devontre. Uh, my mother gave me this name because she wanted it to be impossible for me to get a job based on my resume. Oh yeah, someone once told me I had a Heisman name, but I'm five foot seven, so I'm kind of a disappointment. I uh, damn, I forgot what where I go after this. See, oh. I'm a disappointment because my mother raised me wrong. My mother raised me to be like the wrong kind of straight person. She didn't instill in me like unnecessary levels of confidence. Like one of my straight friends, he said that uh, if he played a game of 21 against LeBron James, he could score 10 points. LeBron James, the nigga with the rings. My friend is five foot nine and he sells insurance. I don't think... <laughs> No, <laughs> you didn't need to do that. <laughs> I don't think he can run a mile in under 14 minutes. But he thinks he can score 10 points on the greatest athlete to ever play the game of basketball. I, uh, I wish I had regular straight man confidence, though, because they seem like they, they're living their best life. The world is their oyster. I was, on, I was in the airport recently, and a flight got canceled because a pilot quit. Some random white dude stood up and was like, fuck it, I'll fly the plane. Fly a plane. Make some noise if any of y'all have ever flown a plane. I didn't think so. You flown a plane? You rich as shit under that mask, ain't you? It's fine. I'm, I'm going to talk to you later. I, I'm going to take the do-rag off and then talk to you later. <laughs> I don't mean to be a threat. I don't even want to do the rest of these jokes. Um, so uh, I recently, yeah, I, I gotta just do new shit. I don't even care about those shit. Uh, let's see if this works. I recently got invited to my own intervention. It wasn't anything cool. I'm addicted to chips. Y'all remember the Pringles uh, catchphrase? Bet you can't eat just one. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I've been taking that personal. I've been trying to beat the challenge every day for the past 16 years. It's kind of bad when your friends have to stop you because you can't control yourself around hot Cheetos. I've been gaining a lot of weight too. Um, that intervention made me realize I need to gain weight, but I also need to gain weight because I like big women. And like when I was skinny, when I was in shape and I liked big women, it was like I was helping them out and they were accomplishing something. But now it's just two big people going on a date. It looked like we both settled. That's... That's the only one I really wanted to try. I don't even need no more time. Thank you. All right. Keep it going for Devontre, Devontre Coleman. Woo! All right. All right. We're coming to the end here pretty soon, but uh, we now have our next comic coming on stage who has hair that's almost as beautiful as mine. It's pretty awesome. That's you, Kelly. Let's give it up for Kelly Shea. Kelly, come on up. Oh, what's up? Fucking. I don't even know, man. <laughs> man, y'all were. They have. Y'all have engineers doing comedy out here? Man, this must be fucking terrible for San Fran. <laughs> I started doing comedy after I got fired from volunteer work. <laughs> you know what it's like to be fired from volunteer work? You know what it's like for someone to walk up to be. To you and be like, look, man, we'll pay you to go away. Man, oh, whew. 
y'all, y'all really looked at your lives and like, look, I think I can make it worse than that. <laughs> Man, uh, I think that uh, I think that sobriety chips are just participation trophies for adults. Like, congratulations, you stopped doing heroin. <laughs> what do you? What else do you want from me? Man, I picked up, I picked up a new hobby. Uh, shitting in public toilets because my body betrayed me. I just did that whenever I came in here. I was like, you know what? This guy sets probably not going to go well, so I'll just take a fat shit during it. <laughs> it's crazy to go around to public places, and they don't give you a sink. You guys ever been in those places before? Like, they don't give you a sink to wash your hands in? Like after you just took a shit and they look at you like, well, you better lick your hands, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to fucking tell you, man. Uh, I, I'm 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 from Austin, from Austin, Texas. Yeah, guys, I know, I know everybody's mad at the South right now. I know everybody's mad at the South because we just legalized swords. <laughs> yeah, we legalized swords down there in Texas. Pretty cool, right? And we banned abortion, so if you want to kill a baby, we got to fucking start jabbing some vaginas. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm a terrible person, so you can just... Anyway. <laughs> I, I, I'm originally from New Orleans. I went back home. I went back home to New Orleans because uh, I, I decided that I wanted to experience what we're experiencing right now from a stripper standpoint because I went to a strip club. You guys know what it's like for a stripper to bomb? Yeah, just imagine that what's happening right now without any clothes on. <laughs> I went to this one strip club, and they asked me if I had a vaccination card. That's why I can't perform at Knockout down the street. I couldn't get in because I didn't have my card on me. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Like, I, w- I went to a strip club, and they asked me if I had a vac- proof of vaccination. They're, like, rubbing their pussy in my mouth. And they're like, you have vaccination, right? I'm like, I think I'm more worried about if you poof in my mouth. And then, all right, I don't know if that's the light or if it's, okay, thank God, because I feel like Carrot Top if you made that during <laughs> my set. It's like, man, man, that was a bad joke, fucking... I'm going to honk this horn at you. <laughs> no, man. Just like like, like we were going to trade. Like if I cough in her pussy and then she farts in my mouth, it's like, all right, who who needs to show what anymore? <laughs> but I went, to, I went to that strip club that I, that I got into, and it's crazy because, like, whenever I was looking at the stripper, this stripper was eating it on stage, guys. She was giving it her all. She was fucking rubbing her pussy on the pole. She was doing pull-ups. And people were just walking out during her set. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's that's rough for her, right? That's that's rough for her. I mean, she could have just started talking politics, and I think she would have had more attention. <laughs> but it, it's crazy to think that that happens, like a stripper bombing on stage. Because tonight we can go home and rewrite our jokes. Tonight we can go home and rewrite our jokes. But that lady can't go home and rewrite her body. You know what I mean? (laughs) All right, guys, that's my time. Thanks.
Keep it going for Kelly Shea. All right, all right. Well, we've got one final comic, and then I'm going to do a little bit on stage, Scotto, and then I'm going to pass it over to you for you to DJ your heart out, um, and you folks can leave. I'm going to work on some of my material for my play, which has comedy in it. But uh, thank you, everybody, for tonight. Thank you again, Scotto. Thank Pam Benjamin for the evening. And um, the, 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 yes, give it up for Pam. The, the uh, tag that I got for our next comic was the triumphant return. What is the triumphant return? What it was? Oh yeah! So tell I tell you what we're ready. I'm ready for the triumphant return of our next comic. Give it up for High Low. High Low, come on up. Thanks, Tim. Um, yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. Cause hi, <laughs> because uh, I was peer pressured into being here, and that bitch isn't even here. Which, it's my own damn fault because I obviously can't read Facebook. Um, but it's fine. It was, you know, I was just out walking my dog, so I thought I'd stop by. Um, no, but I haven't done comedy in probably a couple months for several different reasons. Um, I was busy training for the AIDS life cycle, which is like this long-ass bike ride uh, through the state of California, 545 miles. Finished that shit. That was, yes, biked every single mile. Um, it fucking sucked, as you can probably imagine. Um, I realized that I had problems with my vagina that I did not know that, well, that didn't exist before this stupid fucking bike ride. Um, but the other reason why I haven't been around is because I got a new job too. So they're, yeah. they're paying me a lot of money to just, um, sneak like, you know, 30 minute naps in and, uh, talk about things like I know what the fuck I'm doing. So that's exciting. Um, but I have, uh, been not coming out here and so I don't really have any jokes, but I did, I've been thinking about stuff. Um, first, uh, when I was on the bike ride, there's a church down in, uh, Pacifica that had a sign in front that said vacation Bible school. And I've never heard of anything that had a worse fucking name than that. Like that's double wrong, right? Cause first of all, if you're in school, you're not on fucking vacation. And then if it's school about Bibles, then that's even worse. Um, the other thing is that, um, I was listening to a podcast and I realized, I think that nobody actually really likes waiting for Godot. And it's just like this smug way for like educated people to feel good about themselves and be like, oh, I get that joke. And I realized this is very meta because I'm doing it right now. And if you don't know what waiting for Godot is, then you're not going to think that's funny. Um, do any of you, do you know what waiting for Godot is? Yeah. Okay. It's this really esoteric, stupid play with like only two people and it takes fucking forever and it's horrible. So you have to have taken like stupid uh, lit, like probably 301 or something like that in college to, to understand that. Anyway, um, the other thing is I had a birthday since I've been away from comedy. Yes, thank you. And um, I've now started saying that I am, uh, that I'm almost 50, which is, yeah. yes, which is, yeah. And I feel like, that's, you know, I think a lot of comics will make that joke where they've started, to, and I'm like, I'm now 47, so I think I am actually allowed to say I'm almost 50, right? And it, then of course, I, I mean, I was already getting the like, oh, you look great because I'm Asian, and you know, it's, it's basically like, yeah, I'll look the same age until my raisin day, which is then I'll just shrivel up like a like, fucking prune and be like that old guy in like, uh, you know, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, right? 
Yes, I'm sure I will. But it's fucking crazy because, you know, that fucker Mitch McConnell, have you seen his wife? She's Asian and she looks really good. I mean, she's older. She's like, think like age appropriate for him. And he looks like a fucking turtle. Like, I mean, I think he's always looked like a turtle. But like, she's like hot for probably like a 70 year old. It's so unfair. Yeah, I don't. Well, you know, she comes from like a very wealthy like shipping family. Um, so I think we know the answer to that. Uh, and then the other thing is like, I've been thinking a lot about my identity because, you know, um, like I was, I don't know, I've been listening to other comics and whatnot. And I was like, you know, I mean, I, uh, as you can hear and see, I'm Asian, but not really cause I was adopted. And so it's very like when I have those forms to fill out and they're like, what check your nationality and, or whatever your ethnicity. And I'm like, I w- Am, am I allowed to check white? Because, you know, the thing is, like, people say, like, um, I saw some woman woman on Twitter. She's like, as a person of color, and she was an Asian woman. And I'm like, I would never refer to myself as a person of color. Like, I feel like that's, like, reserved for black people and maybe, like, Latinos. But I don't know. I, I definitely don't. Also, I'm, like, as white as they could co- be, like, spiritually on the inside. Um, and then the last thing, I'm like, trying to figure out how to turn this into a joke, but I spent my first, uh, my freshman and sophomore year of high school, and I lived on a pet cemetery because my mother's been married eight times, and so she has really picked some real winners. Like, one of her husbands was this fat fuck who said that he did uh, six tours in Vietnam as a Navy SEAL. Guess what? That was a fucking gigantic lie. But anyway, she was married to this one guy who, um, who lived on a pet cemetery, so that's where I spent in my first two years of high school and he was fucking nuts like one of uh one time somebody didn't pay for like because that shit is not cheap like bearing an animal is not and these people would go out like custom painted like little ceramic plaques for their gravestones and um she he somebody didn't pay so he went in and he like exhumed the grave and dug up that thing and threw it over like i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you anyway um i gotta go because my dog just spilled dog treats all over the floor (laughs) thank you That was a triumphant return. Thank you, everyone, for the comedy tonight. Uh, and thank you for, yeah, absolutely. Thank again for Scotto and Pam Benjamin. And show tomorrow, Atlas Cafe at 2 p.m. And, um, uh, and, and we had a dog here today. So just in case anybody was wondering, that was a dog during the set. Um, although Hilo is not a dog. Um, although I did do the California Age ride as well. So I did. Not with you, but I, like many years ago. So you what? You would have noticed me on my handlebars, like like ET, like TT. You know what I'm saying? No. So uh, um, I uh, mentioned that I got COVID, and um, you know, fuck the people who say COVID is like the common cold. COVID's like the common cold, as if a uh, a car bomb is is like a fender bender. It makes no sense to me. And um, I uh, uh, spent a lot of it, obviously, uh, indoors. And I also st- started recently taking antidepressants again. Yeah. Any antidepressant fans in here? Yeah, okay, got it. All right, that's good to see. It's an awkward question to ask, but I'm not ashamed of it. But it's as I was prescribed the uh, the medication, I wasn't paying attention to what the doctor was telling me were the side effects, and um, uh, she and I took them, and I started like getting nauseous, irritable. I couldn't sleep. I lost my sex drive. I'm like, I think I'm having my period. Did she prescribe me estrogen? What the fuck's up with this? <laughs> 
I'm going to go for a few minutes, guys. So if you guys want to, I'm not going to be offended if you leave because I'm working on some material. But uh, speaking of the American Girl doll, oh, yeah. Hi, Lo, do you ever own American Girl? Oh, shit. Yeah, you're almost 50. Okay, got it. So, uh, you know, 47 is a little he a little early to say I'm almost 50. I just want you to know that. Don't we all agree on that? Or do we? What's the? What's the? Yeah, that's accurate. Right, because it's a greater number than 35 for sure. Anyway, so uh, I I went to uh, the American Girl. They have a Amer so everyone knows an American Girl doll is like a $200 doll that little girls get. And um, I went to the store once and. There's a line out in front of the store. Um, and I walked up to try and cut the line because I'm like, I'm not waiting in this line. And there's a bouncer at the American Girl store, to, like a big bouncer, like six foot four, 250 pound bouncer. Now, all I could think about was, what does that bouncer say to his friends or people he meets? It's like, so what do you do? It's like, well, I'm a bouncer. Now, really, where, do you, where, where are you a bouncer at? This place in Manhattan, man. <laughs> and he knows he's getting cornered in because they're going to keep asking questions, you know? And they're like, what's it called? He goes, American Girl. Like, oh, like a strip club? American Girl, like a strip club? He's like, well, no, not exactly. It's this, uh, it's a place where you uh, pay $200 for girls who are mostly plastic. Like, that's definitely a strip club. There's no question. That's a strip club, right? He's like, no, like Kit Kidridge and stuff. But so I was there and I was trying to get in and uh, they were like, there's like a velvet rope to get in and he's only pointing out the little girls who are dressed well and like skimpy clothing for their dolls and shit like that. Like, come on in, you come on in. Anyway, so we go into the store. My daughter, who's 21 now, but she was young, she loses her mind in the store, loses her mind. She just becomes omnipresent. She's in multiple places at once. She's She's, she's looking at plushy dolls. She's looking at like, like, like lockers and all these accessories. And she's on all these places all at once. And, um, um, and I'm, we're walking in and it's like, there's one little girl and then there's two little girls and there's four little girls. It's like the brooms from Fantasia. It's like, dun, 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 dun. It's like they're coming out and they're just everywhere. Right. And they're all looking at this stuff. And are you guys familiar with guy chairs in stores? Yeah, so like it's where guys sit while their uh, friends or girlfriends or whatever shop. They had a guy couch. It was a circular couch. And I'm convinced it's because they didn't want the dads looking at each other as we were like considering how much money we were going to spend. We were like in Vietnam movies like, this is crazy, man. This is crazy. So I was sitting there and I turned next to me and Chris Hansen was there. Okay, guys, that's a joke that you got to know. He's the, he's the ketchup, ketchup predator. Yeah, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's a joke I'm working on. Fuck it. Yeah, it works well when the audience knows it. That's definitely it. Anyway, so, so I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, I'm just like tripped out. This is back when some, some people talked about sobriety. Who, who did the sobriety chip uh, participation? That was a funny fucking joke because I'm, I'm sober uh, a little over 11 years from crystal meth. Um, and so at... Um, so at, at that time, I'm sitting there, and I heard a woman say, would you like some Molly? I was like, fuck, yeah, I would love some Molly. Turns out she's talking to her little kid. She wants to get her a Molly doll. Anyway, so so, <laughs> so I, I'm like there. So we, we, we keep we keeping the thing. We go up to the third floor. There are three. We're on the third floor of the American Girl Doll store, and you can get your hair done for the doll. 
So, so suddenly I'm in the doll hair store. Oh, oh, oh that one. That kills in the South. Um, oh, there we go. We got a South. We got some from the South Coast here. South Carolina actually is a big one. Anyway, um, so you get to the fourth floor where you can, there's a rest, like a, a cafe where you can um, eat your dolls. Well, no, I'm sorry. Eat with your dolls. Not, <laughs> eat with your dolls. But it's just, it was just this thing where it was just like, it's like optimized to take the maximum amount. I th on the dad couch, as we were sitting there, I swear they were taking credit applications. Just like how much money can you spend? And, and here's, the, here's the killer. You can rent dolls there. You can rent dolls. So my daughter turns to me and she says, Daddy, I hope one day I'll be able to be a cute doll and people will rent me. Oh, my God. Now I'm counting up the dollars that I'm spending in the American Girl store and spending on my therapy. Well, that, that is a story that will be in my uh, one-person play that I talked about that I'm, crea I'm the creator and star of uh, in November. I'm going to tell one more story that's in it, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go away. Thank you guys for staying here for it because it's, it's just random shit I'm talking about. So um, uh, I was in the um, delivery room when my daughter was born. Uh, no applause for that. Whatever. Anyway, so, so she comes out, right? She comes out of my wife's vagina, and um, this thing is hanging off of her. It's like this long, do you know what it is? The umbilical cord, right. I'm like, fuck, this thing's really long. It like keeps coming and keeps coming. It's like a magician pulling handkerchiefs out. There's just like, it just keeps coming out. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't, I, I had taken prepare classes to help her breathe, but I didn't know I had to do this. And so she comes out, I'm holding my daughter like she's a tin can on a string and I'm talking to my wife and I think she can hear what I'm saying. It's like, congratulations, honey. I'm going to get Taco Bell downstairs. Do you want a Mexican pizza? Over. So, so she's like, it's, it's like, the, the thing is two feet long. It's two feet long. And, and, and now I think I'm like opening a mall in Millbrae. Like I'm going to cut it and like welcome everybody to the mall in Millbrae. Yeah. But, uh, but the moment came and she, the, the, the nurse turned to me and she said, would you like to cut the cord? I'm like, oh, first Comcast, now this. Um, so, but I was nervous because I didn't want to hurt my daughter. Has anybody here ever cut the cord before? You have. Got it, Joshua. You did. Um, was it a son or a, a daughter? Both. Okay, got it. Um, not twins, right? Actually, that's a good question. I don't know whether twins would come out with two umbilical cords or will, they would come out with two. Right. Anyway, so I didn't want to hurt her. So when they said cut the cord, I cut it like nine inches off. Now my daughter's got like a big dick coming out of her, right? You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, is like as I'm coming towards it, it's like I'm that, that guy in Hurt Locker. I'm like shaking because I think it's going to actually, I think if I cut it wrong, my daughter's going to explode. You know what I'm saying? It's like a bomb. That, so I like the, the umbilical cord comes out. It's like I blow into it. And I think she's going to expand, you know, like one of those dolls or whatever. And so uh, I don't have a closer for that yet either, but I will when the time comes. Look, I'm not going to take any more time. Thank you, everyone, for coming tonight. We really appreciate it. Thank you again, Scotto. Well done. Scotto's going to DJ the shit out of this place. Guys, take your time and getting out of here. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Friday, happy hour, Mutiny Radio. Yeah, comedy. Kind of a future. This is the training that's going to be given to you. The best part.
by every strong woman, you'll find a strong man. And by every strong man, you'll find a strong woman. The universe is not completed without the sun, moon, and star. That's man, woman, and child. So all you fake-ass niggas thinking you're going to survive out here without you a black woman, you're wrong. They have attraction powers on the planet. We are the original man, the Asiatic black man, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization and God of the universe. The population was 17 million with the two million Indians, making a total of 19 million, 4 billion, 400 million all over the planet Earth.
eyes. You can't see them with the physical eyes. They're also known as blood suckers of the poor. And then you got the 5%. Who are the poor righteous teachers who do not believe in the teachers of the 10%. Who is all wise and know the true and living God and teach that the true and living God is the supreme being black man from India. Otherwise known as civilized people who are also Muslims. They don't look just like you. Yeah, they don't entangle I have given it much thought. It seems
Brendan, man, I see many songs. Hey, Sweet rhymes is mad long. Make it brief, son. Half short and twice strong. No doubt it took time searching. Eventually, it was prime version. Brendan, man, I see examine the rhyme merch. Hold on, hold on, man. Can I have a good house? Put them inside room, lock the dog, dog. Where them they do? Behind the door, where them lock it? Nah, boy. One in man, a see woman. One in man, a see woman. And he holds hand. Carry on going to the house. Put up the room.
one start to dig. Not to say don't grow, but he one start to dig.
is my job.